Welcome to episode eight of the Hound Hall podcast. And my guest this week is the stunningly elegant Annika Purdy. She's contributing editor to Tatler magazine, and of course has a surname synonymous with prestige gun making. We discuss the importance of commitment, kindness, and actually paying it forward. You may think that coming from a privileged background, her path was quite easy, but you know what? She is dedication, hard work personified so if like all other podcasts you've already subscribed and you're loving what we're doing tell a friend share the love and spread the word and if all else is said and done then sit back relax and enjoy it's just gone insane suddenly absolutely it's pretty much pretty much i have to say which i had to go to london a couple of times um in lockdown um, for work, obviously not to, <laughs> not to party or anything, um, and um, but really only a couple of times. And so I drove, and I drove straight in to Mayfair, and parked literally outside Purdy. And it was the eeriest thing because Mayfair there was literally nobody. No. I mean nobody at all. It was it was it was quite bizarre. And it almost um, doesn't work, does it? Every time you go into London, you think, ah, traffic, I know, parking, I lorries, know. buses. But actually, when it was empty, it felt really sad. Yeah. Because, you know, the it was beautiful, obviously, and all the buildings were beautiful and what have you, but it's, it um, had lost its soul because oh. um, there were no people. No. And the people who drive you mad normally, <laughs> you shout at them, out of the way, I'm late for a meeting or whatever. But... Um, yeah, no, it was it was really weird, but it's definitely back now because I've yeah. been a few times since where I've just said, "How has this even happened so quickly?" Mm. And it was so it was so quiet, and also with the planes, you know. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah I mean, much. we we suddenly went from having planes that came over us a lot. Yeah. To nothing. Yeah. And that was uh, again quite weird at the beginning, and then amazing. Mm. Just lots so, of private jets. There probably were, actually. You know, I'm sure there were. But, we've got a client um, of ours who comes in who charters, and he said, "Oh, I've, I've never been busier." <laughs> but don't tell anyone. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Well, I did read in the paper the other day that some chap, his plane had been logged, and it had done ninety flights in the last year. And you just think, excellent. Well, we've all been sitting at home. <laughs> Faintly appalled. Um, the trouble is, though, you know, the world is in, in, in such a position now that it just has to keep moving. Things have yeah. to keep moving. No, I know, I know. You know it's and also, you know, the you know, realistically, people have had to travel for work and things like that. I mean, you know, it hasn't completely stopped. I mean, it's just, yeah. you know, the sort of tourism side. I suppose mm. people have been travelling for work. So, yes. um, yeah. You know, otherwise, it really would. Everything really would. Mm stop just like that did you continue writing through i did did you i did actually do you know what it was a real blessing because Mm. that because a lot of the things that i do do so going out and interviewing people Mm. going to visit places Mm. going to look at things that i'm researching for a piece um at style talks that kind of thing that just stopped Mm. overnight Mm. and how's it feel being interviewed by the way 
Quite weird, <laughs> can I just say? <laughs> Quite weird. And if I suddenly turn the tables, um, and I shall start, quickly dive yes, back, I back to sudden, you. Yes, I shall suddenly start grilling you. So, Simon. <laughs> um, no, I was very lucky because writing uh, kept me sane. It never stopped because obviously we needed content all the way through. Um, and again, that was very, very tricky because. Yes you know, with a magazine like Tatley, you're covering events. So much of what you cover is, you know, parties, weddings. Well, I was going to say, it's, it's, a, it's yeah. a magazine about sociable... Exactly, you know, and, that, things, and, that's, and that that's, stopped. And, yeah. um, and we had to get very inventive. And actually, we went back and looked at a lot of the archives and... And, yeah, we all had to kind of... <laughs> we all had to go... Crap. Okay, what are we going to do next? Um, did, it, did it create any any um, you know sort of long term minor changes to format? You know, having that that sort of <clears throat> you know time to stop and then looking, think, well, actually, this is something we could continue on even. You yeah, know, I think out. so. I think that's kind of the same with everything I think, for, yeah. for everyone. Yeah. Um, I think there will we'll be some cha- yeah reevaluate. And I mean, you know, look, I we were all so busy that it was nuts yeah you know I mean I don't know about you but yeah I was chasing my tail and juggling everything yeah and probably dropping balls all over the place yeah trying to do three different sort of jobs and you know have a child still at school yes do school runs and it's a big you know it was kind of crazy and actually when it all stopped you suddenly thought, oh my goodness, this had got kind of a bit out of control and we were just well, said, rushing and running. And, and, and so that side of it was, was quite interesting. I mean, I was always dropping a child at school, racing to London, fitting in my meetings, and then always felt that time pressure racing back pick somebody up from school then do you think though this it's really interesting because i i was talking to one of our 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 sort of previous guests and we got onto this that it almost seems like to feel not successful but to feel sort of correct you know to feel like you're sort of playing the game yes one needs to be literally doing something all the time and and, and almost there's a sense of guilt if you have a day off or or maybe not on a Sunday but you know taking a day off in the week and we think well hold on a minute surely I should be emailing or phoning someone and we've got into this mad sort of trap no a a literally psychotic trap yeah and I mean you'd find yourself sort of having busy offs with people you know they'd ring you and (laughs) they'd go you know and they would go (laughs) oh my god I'm so busy you literally couldn't make it up I've worked all weekend and and now I've got to fly here and I've got to do this and I'm going to New York and then I'm back from New York and then I'm this and and then you'd have to sort of go Right, well, I'm... It was like a sort of competitive who can be the busiest person in the world. And um, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of glad that that um, stopped. But it also wasn't a lie. You know, people really were that busy Mm. and and are. And I mean, lots of people have been really busy Mm. through the whole pandemic as well. I mean, I had the slight fantasy that I would step back which I found really difficult at first because I did have that whole um weird thing of why aren't I uh, and I looked at my diary I would open my diary and want to weep because there were these endless things that had been set up months in advance yeah that I was just going you know I was just putting lines through it yes 
um, and and that was that was really sad. And then I had this fantasy that I would become this rather wonderful person who sort of learnt things and sort of. You know, you are fairly wonderful. Uh, <laughs> we'll allow you that. Yeah. But I've I've really found out that I'm actually not. <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, so I did manage to do a few things, but I didn't do anything majorly wonderful, like learn to speak new language or sort of mm. what have you. I did, what should I do? I did a meditation course that was yeah. really cool, actually, which Good. I absolutely loved. And I did, um, I've always been really into Pilates and yoga, so I did lots of that, yeah. which was nice and quite calming. Because, I mean, you weren't, I love tennis and things like that, and you weren't mm. even allowed to do no, that. No. So, um, you know, we did a lot of walking, um, and Pilates and tennis and you know I did oh I did various things and worked if I could and um you know it was very I'm very lucky with the the team at Tatler I work very closely with someone called Sasha Forbes who's the associate yeah. editor yes. and she and I get on extremely well and I think we just sort of oh she definitely helped me get through it and i hope we got slightly hysterical on most days and we'd you know well there's an irony isn't there that uh, you know as we've just said everybody you know you bump into people and the sort of generic response you know after saying hey how are you doing <laughs> oh so yeah just really busy yeah just yeah. really busy just yeah really yeah you know we're there there and we're there everybody seems to have this answer but ironically i noticed that a lot of people struggled when they had to stop. And I yeah. sort of thought to myself, yeah. people don't actually, even though we're always crying out, for, oh, we're so busy, oh, it'd yeah. be really nice to have a break. Or do when no, it comes, we, we don't... And I know it was forced, so I know it's, yeah. it's, it's not a true no, no, representation no. of a, you know, of time off because you're restricted, you can't go out and see friends, eat, drink, mm. so on and so forth. But a lot of people don't know how to stop. I definitely am really bad at relaxing. And I found that out. Yeah. Because... You know, especially when you've got kids and stuff, you're so really busy in the week, you're working, you're dealing with them, and then weekends are quite full on seeing friends and their friends and taking them to parties and having their friends for sleepovers or having a dinner party or whatever. And I suddenly realised that um, I am not a natural chiller. No. <laughs> at all. No. Um, I almost sort of go deranged if I'm not busy. Well, in layman's terms, you're a working mother, aren't you? Yeah, you know, but I also... Yeah, the, yes, know, I mean, yes. And, jobs and... Yeah, all of that. But mm. actually, me as a person, I mm. like being busy and I like, um, you know, being quite creative about things. Yes. And um, so that I found quite hard and then just when lockdown of course was sort of ending I had actually discovered that I might I might be quite good at chilling actually and then it was like then my diary just sort of went groof like does, this does, does a bottle of rosé aid that relaxation that um occasionally <laughs> do you know very occasionally Simon it does um not so much in the week um but um certainly at weekends mm. I think weekend starts on a Thursday yeah Sadly, not for me, but it w I definitely, definitely, if it could, that would be really good. So how did the, because I know, I think I'm right in saying you're contributing editor to Tatler, yeah. which is a fabulous position. I mean, how did that come about? Well, like everything that ever happens in my life, it was just rather bizarre and, and random and lovely mm. and a wonderful surprise. Um, so, uh, Sasha Forbes. The, yes lady I said about earlier yeah. she had been at Vogue I think for about 20 years and um, she 
left and she got given um, the position of associate editor at Tatler by Richard Dunnan, who was the new editor. Yeah. And Sash rang me up and just said, you must come and meet Richard. Um, he's so fabulous and you'll love him. And um, so she organised a lunch and actually we met up in the Cotswolds because we were up there and she Lovely. lives up there. Yeah. And um, we went to Dalesford and I met... Uh, Richard and Sash and there were a few of us and we had a really great time and a really mm. nice lunch and we mm. got on really well and then um, I mean I can't really remember exactly how it went but it, it was kind of bizarre as in I think it was really just a phone call with um, between Sasha and I and she just said Richard would quite like you to write something about shooting would that be all right and um, so I said gosh that sounds fabulous mm. I'll give it a go. Mm. And I am slightly weird in the fact that I say yes to quite a lot of stuff and then afterwards think, okay, can I actually do that? Um, it's too late, you're sat here. Yeah, I know, exactly. <laughs> I know, it did run through my mind. Have I made a horrid, <laughs> horrid mistake? Um, I hope you can see now that so, you haven't. No, I haven't. Yeah. No, it's very nice to be here. Yeah. But yeah, so that's how it happened. And then I suddenly thought, gosh, you know, can I actually write? about shooting can I actually write something you know interesting enough um and had you done any writing prior to that not really no, no. no. I mean I really hadn't no. and so really what I said to them was okay I tell you what I will write you three pieces and if they're completely crap um we'll just say well that was sort of fun little exercise and that's it um and um so we sort of agreed that and so I thought, you know, and I said, you know, did someone give you a title or, you know, do you make your own title? She said, and it, it was very relaxed. I mean, I just made my own yeah. titles up. I mean, I still do to this day. I mean, sometimes they'll say, can we have something on, you know, sort of what to pack to go or what to wear, grouse shooting or yes. whatever. But most of the time I am literally driving in my car and I go, God, I wonder if people know about that. Yeah. Uh, I think people would be really interested to know about that. And if I didn't know that, you know... And then also, I find out stuff all the time. I mean, you know, there are people who teach me stuff all the time. Mm. And I'll have a telephone conversation with someone mm. who does a job that... I, I mean, you know, a bit like you. You know, I don't do what you do. So mm. therefore, it's really interesting to me. Yes. Um, and I want to know more about it. Yes. And I think because I'm quite a... Um, my children probably say nosy. I prefer curious because <laughs> I'm quite. That's a, more polite. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. I'm quite. I've always been quite curious about people and what they do and why they do it yes. and why they enjoy what they do. And then that's a, that becomes a whole story. Yes. You know, that's a whole story about someone. And if somebody does something they love, that they enjoy, that they're good at, then there's the whole passion behind that. Mm. And then it just. I don't know, it just becomes a story. And I've always loved stories. I've always loved reading stories, writing stories. Um, and, you know, thankfully, it it's worked. So I did that. I wrote for about a year. Yes. And then I was away reviewing a hotel called Limewood. So we all write for various parts of the magazine. Yeah. So be it the good I was going to say, it, 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 just, just to cut in there briefly fabulous to be asked to write and you come in at you know at, at sort of a high level there as a you know contributor editor which is well I didn't uh, start you know. as that right, oh, okay. I, so, so that's we, what I was about to say oh. so I started yeah. 
literally as a writer. Okay. And we agreed that if the pieces were popular and they got good feedback, mm. then I would carry on. And if and clearly they were. And if they weren't popular, then I would <laughs> go and slide back under my rock, <laughs> and sob quietly. Um, but luckily and thankfully. Mm. They were popular and people liked them and we got good feedback. And um, I think I, uh, you know, I don't know whether it was just a, a fresh eye to it, you know. Mm. And I think sometimes, I don't even know if they'd really, they certainly didn't have a, a shooting editor or anything like no. that. So no. um, they hadn't really written that much about it before. No. And so I think it was, it was fresh for me. So therefore, I think, I hope that came across. Yes. And yeah. so it was almost like we were on a journey together. I would say it did come across and it did is it? coming across and it continues <laughs> okay. to come across. But that's, <laughs> but that's what I like. I, I like taking, um, I like going on a journey yeah. and I like taking people with me. Yes. Um, I think that's part of life's great Oh, no, it's wonderful. Joy. And I think everybody's got a story, yeah, you know, whether, whether we feel it's applicable for everybody else yeah. to listen to. And but. I've also been so amazed how incredibly generous people are if you ask them about what they do yes and and also i mean you know i i had to ask some sort of incredibly sort of senior and important men about things that i didn't, sort of just didn't men know or people Annika, well people being, uh, i mean yeah, people but, being very but, PC but, but yes well look people but i mean quite often let's be realistic in the shooting industry a lot of yes. very senior men are are usually men i've even just said it badly yes, you know, again I know now what you, mean. you know yes, so no, entrenched. It's male dominated, yes. it is quite male dominated yeah, yeah. and um how do you, how Although I will tell you about somewhere fabulous that that isn't that has a lady running. Yeah, good. I, I want to tell you about good. the lady. Good. Well, I, we want to talk um, about but, that. But yes. no, I was constantly amazed how, and I still am to this day, how wonderfully generous people are. Mm. So if you ring someone up and say, for example, I write a piece um, every year for Tatler called "The Chicest Wheels to Take Shooting," most ridiculous title that came to me as I was driving along, and it has stuck. <laughs> and every time we try and change it to something more grown up sort of Why? somebody wants it back uh, and anyway it's most it's good it is the dream job because for me anyway because i'm such a petrol head yes and um so i get to try i can choose uh, well i mean i made this whole thing up again in some crazy moment um i said well you know i'd like to take four seriously amazing cars that are new to the market and take them out and road test them and what did you take well i the first time I think I took the Bentley Bentayga. Yeah. And then I took, what else did I take? I took a, a hybrid um, Range Rover. I've Oh, I took the Lamborghini Urus <laughs> when I thought of that one. I literally got hysterical because A, I thought, are you even going to be able to fucking drive this car? Because it is terrifying. I think they drive themselves now, don't I they, think pretty they much? Pra well, <laughs> do you know what? It was amazing. And then I thought, God, will it actually be really frightening? Mm. Um, and then and then you get the other bit of fear, which is, oh my goodness, it's sort of £250,000. What yeah. if I drive it into a hedge? Um, I'm going to have to ring the man who will hate me forever and everyone will be very cross with me. Any touch wood, so far... I haven't um, dinged. I, I don't even want to say it because it's going to happen. No, now, don't, don't, don't no, jinx no, it. What, anyway, was, so what was the fourth car? So Lamborghini time, Range Rover. Uh, what have I done? A Maserati um, Levante. Yeah. I've done the Bentley. Um, oh, God, I've done so many now because it's, big, it's big about Big question. Three. Which one stood out? 
Um, which one would I buy yes. if I could? Yes. Um, gosh, I'm quite a Range Rover person because yes. I've owned them myself and they're just bloody good. Yeah. But if money was no object, I mean, for insanity, I have to say that Lamborghini Urus was brilliant and really? I took it out on the wettest day and I could see all the gamekeepers sort of looking thinking oh my god that girl's going to get that stuck it's going to be an absolute disaster and in my head I was thinking you are the biggest idiot you have brought this all the way up to Lincolnshire in biblical reigns you have got to go through some quite narrow gates uh, how is this going to work I mean and when I say that sort of even gators were losing their back end really it was oh, that wow. bad all oh, right and so we're going into tractor territory. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I thought, you know, th well, I was just said this is going to be hilarious because, of course, I'm going to look like this sort of complete sort of lunatic that's brought this terribly, ridiculously swizzy car on this shoot, and then it's going to get stuck, and then I'm going to have to get a tractor. Everyone's going to laugh. <laughs> I'm going to be massively ashamed. You know, the whole thing has the potential to go really wrong. Anyway, thankfully, in these biblical reigns, I sort of looked at this car and I just was like, please don't let me down. Please don't let me down. And Range Rovers got stuck. I'm not making this up. I know. Range Rovers got stuck. Mm. And the Urus kept roaring through. The most frightening bit was that we did slip slide through gates. Yes. And I did think I was going to ding the sides. If you're listening to this ever, Lamborghini, I'm so sorry. It didn't happen. It nearly did, but it didn't. So that was good. And had you known where I'd taken it, you would have gone skits. Proper field test. Yeah, proper yeah. field test. Yeah. And then, of course, there were quite a lot of young people on that shoot, and we all got very hysterical because it had the most amazing stereo. And suddenly, sort of, we were playing rap in biblical <laughs> rains in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> trying not to get stuck. And Sounds I got, like anarchy. <laughs> yeah, I got terrible wheel spin. I mean, the whole thing was, you know, we were all covered in mud, but the whole yeah. thing was um, yeah. brilliant fun, yeah, actually. Sounds incredible. Really brilliant fun. But, um, I, I just touching back to when I tongue in cheek their comment about uh, you know successful or successful men versus successful people. Have you you know sort of experienced this sort of glass ceiling effect sort of as a lady wanting to sort of you know grow and, and sort of develop you know your professions and, and skills and the things you do? Have you encountered that sort of resistance in, in what is otherwise sometimes a male dominated arena? Um. I mean, I think I've been very lucky in the fact that not much, but also because of what I do mm. on one side of what I do is is quite female heavy. I mean, magazines are very, there are lots of women in that world. Mm. and Well, I can imagine that's still a very competitive world. <laughs> very competitive. Because it's fashion-y. It's, it's, very, com it's, it's very competitive. But I'm going to say a bit catty, for want of a better term. Do you know, actually, weirdly, I... I would almost say not, because Good. actually it's very supportive. Good, that's uplifting. And um, that's something that people might be surprised about. And I know you sort of read and they sort of make it look like, you know, sort of devil wears Prada situation. Yeah, and I'm sure, it. and I'm sure there that's are, it. I'm sure there are places where it is like that. I mean, I have never encountered that, thankfully. No. I've only ever encountered incredibly in fact, above and beyond supportive mm. people. And I, because when I was younger, I think it's really important to have 
people that are older than you that you look up to that are at that point where you think, gosh, when I... So when you're, like, sort of in your late 20s or mid-20s and you look at someone of 50 who is doing the job that ultimately you would really, really love. Mm. And if that person is is nice and encouraging and wonderful to you, that makes such a difference. Well, it makes such a difference. An old girlfriend of mine who sadly passed away, a, a, a girl called Annabelle Tolman, and she was a, a stylist, and she ended up um, sort of living in New York and, you know, sort of honing her craft and building her... A brand, I suppose, for want of a better yeah. term. And I remember her saying, actually, well, it's not an issue because there's lots of ladies. Um, most of them are good, but actually all the blokes are gay anyway. So we all yeah, go yeah. and party and just <laughs> well, swing you, around you, together. You get, you get a lot of that in fashion. You do get a lot of that in fashion. And they are the best as well. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, absolutely yeah. bloody hilarious. Yeah. Um, so, yes, no, I ha- you know, I really haven't. And now, w- weirdly, which is a really sort of um, terrifying thing to say, is that at Tatler, I think... I think Sasha and I are about the oldest. Really? There. I mean, you know, we're older than Richard, who's the editor. Wow. And and, and the team at Tatler are very young. I mean, really young, as yeah. in the same age as our kids. Yes. And But they are amazing. I mean, they are seriously amazing. And they were so great through the pandemic. There's a particular girl at Tatler that I... Uh, so I write my stuff, mm. and then I send it through and then she has a look and she's the one that makes it beautiful okay. you know so adds the pictures yeah. and sort of makes it look lovely the aesthetic yes creator. and she's you know i think she is about the same age as our oldest daughter and she's just fantastic and lovely and so good at her job mm. and so efficient and so helpful and so i'm now in that reverse position i remember sort of how lovely it was when somebody older was was nice to me yes. in that stage, yes, and now, you know, you suddenly think, oh my god, I'm now the old woman in the room. <laughs> how, <laughs> how did that happen? Well, um, I think that, and so there should be. There's a respect as well, you know, for, for just, someone who's exper- more experienced yeah, and but worldly. But also, you know, they're so great because they bring such fantastic freshness. Yes. I mean, look, if it was just a bunch of 50-year-olds running, it would be very Yeah, samey. but if it was a load of kids, it and would be... And equally, yeah. if it was a load of kids, it would be a bit out of control. So it's a lovely synergy. But that's yeah. what's so great, is mm. that you get their amazing energy and their amazing ideas, mm. and then hopefully the the little bit of experience and can kind of... Can't, not calm it, calm it's the wrong word, but... Pacify Well, can just sort of make it... Temper. ...slightly more, <laughs> you know, together so that it doesn't get completely out of control. But it's yeah. great because you're both getting something wonderful out of it. Yes. You know, I yes. mean, listening to, you know, I'm... Well, I mean, I'm surrounded by teenagers at home anyway, so I'm, it's quite grounding, shall we say. <laughs> Tiring She's saying grounding. that in a nice way. Did you see the smile? Uh, it's quite grounding, yeah, because, you know, you can kind of come in from an amazing day where you've done something completely fabulous for work, and um, someone will always say something quite excellent, like, why is there no food in the fridge? Or, you know, it's like, what's for supper? You mean you don't have food um, in the fridge? No, That's what's, what's for again. supper? Or, you know, kind of like, who's eaten all the crisps? Yeah. Or something sort of really tedious and dull. Um, and um, and there's many households. Yeah, but they're just, yeah. you know, kids are great at kind of saying it how it is. And they're sometimes yeah. sort of, you know, hideous. And you'll sort of walk out of your bedroom thinking you look rather nice to go to something. And um, you'll get the, be- the best... Reality. The best one is... <laughs> 
oh my god what the hell are you wearing <laughs> and they looked like crushed um totally crushed and you sort of, if only they knew the damage yeah they, exactly the, emo- the emotional toll yes. and then i sort of blub all the way to love um but yes, yeah, so they can be quite brilliantly harsh about about you, which I think is probably good as well. Um, so I notice now, you, obviously, you were asked to come in initially to just to finish off, you know, talking on Tatler to to, to write about shooting. But obviously, mm. now you write about many different things, don't you? Which is wonderful. So yes, yeah, so it started with just writing about shooting, and then that grew to writing about luxury mm. and luxury brands. So it started to cover beautiful hotel so it basically expanded from the shooting so the shooting started with the shooting and then it was what do you wear where do you go and if you go there where can you stay and then it was you know where are the most beautiful you know grouse moors you can book or where can you go in spain and then where what hotels could you stay in and then it spread and spread and spread to everything i mean from beautiful art to jewelry to houses to oh it's just it's one it's amazing do, do, do you think you're your uh, days spent because um, you were on the books at Storm, weren't you? I was a very Which, long time ago. You were on the books at Storm. That's all <laughs> yeah, we need to know, and that's that's like the real deal. I mean, you know, that's like, I, 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 um, I, I know I have a. I was a, terrib- a faint understanding of 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 Storm and, and the people involved, and I mean, I was that, a terrible model. That is the real deal. Well, you know? I, I was. Mean, I was not. I was not. I was not a great model, I you, have to say. You were on the books at Storm. Yeah. Okay. So, with, with that... And when I was like 15 or something. <clears> you know, doesn't matter. You were on the books at Storm. Has yeah. that... And I, I think it's probably an obvious answer to this question, but has that sort of been a help in, in, in what you do now in understanding, dealing with people within the industry, having that sort of insight? Was it helpful or was it just something totally different <laughs> that was just another aspect of, of your life that... You know, came um, I suppose, <clears throat> look, everything that you do when you're young leads to being helpful to stuff that you do when you're older. I mean, it, did it make me very ind- sort of independent and able to connect to people? Yes, it probably did. Mm. I mean, I, I wasn't a particularly great model because I didn't really ever think that I should be one. And I never, um, I was never quite tall enough. In those days, you had to be, you really had to be sort of five foot 11 and mm. very sort of willowy and fabulous um and no i'd imagine that was a slightly catty environment sometimes um do you know again, with, with no detail, i know this is really boring i know i should have some fabulous story about how somebody sort of you know threw a dart at you i don't know but genuinely again and i I don't know whether that's just me and whether I just swerve this, trouble. This is what I'm being led to think, you <laughs> Do know. Do I just swerve trouble? You are. Um, or, no, I mean, I honestly... But also, the other thing people don't understand, actually, modelling is an incredibly lonely... ...all the time. And you have your booker. I mean, you know, I had my booker. Your booker tells you what's happening in your day. You, I mean, in those days, it might have changed now. It's probably all or nine and frightfully mm. organised. But in those days, you rang in mm. and um, you were told what castings you'd have throughout the day or if you needed to travel or where you were going and blah, blah, blah. And you just went and did it and you were on your own. I mean, it was only when you arrived at a destination to shoot something that then there would be a team that you'd never met before. But that's a big deal for a 15-year-old, isn't it? You know, travelling... Oh, well, you don't travel being... on your own when you're No, 15. no, but I mean, that, that you know... Yeah, is, but even is... as a even as an 18-year-old, mm. when I did travel on my own, yeah... It is actually, mm. and you know, I have 
a daughter who's... Would I want her to do that? Probably no. Interesting. Do you know what? Probably no. I wouldn't. I mean, she's perfectly capable. Yes. And she would be fine, but I'd be quite worried for her. And also, actually, when I look back, my mother must have been (laughs) amazed, or maybe they were just super chilled parents, because there were no mobile phones. I mean, at least now, if my daughter went off on a trip... You know, I know what I'd be like. Sort of, I'd be WhatsApping her the whole time. Where are you? Please don't get too drunk. Please don't do this. Um, (laughs) Are you home? You know, it'd be really annoying. And, of course, our parents couldn't do that. No. I mean, they just had to let you go. And then you'd sort of telephoned if you could. And you just sort of turned up like a bad penny again. (laughs) Sort of a week later, (laughs) having said, you know. And I do not... I mean, I don't wish, but I, I genuinely don't have any sort of really bad sort of stories I just I was lucky I was lucky and I didn't do it for that long to be honest Mm. um you know I quite I quite wanted to do other things as well I mean you know it was great fun and it was an amazing opportunity and it was it was really interesting for a while Mm. for me and I mean um but I then I wanted to to do more you know I didn't I didn't love being in front of the camera. No. I didn't I didn't really love that. It might have looked like I did, but I didn't really. I actually was more interested in all the stuff going on in the background. Yes. You know, the photography, the you know, that was all I found that all quite gripping. Well, I know with Benita with her photography, she hates she's never in front of the camera. Only ever Yeah. And you see really annoyingly, I now have a job which is quite sort of client-facing and so I I I do find myself um doing things that I think oh god really can't someone else do that bit can't their photo go in instead of mine but um it's part of it's part of what I do I I I, it's wonderful because I you know I know it seems sort of you know, very fitting and obvious to say this, but you do have a, a wonderful aura, a wonderful way about you. And I think it's fabulous. Well, maybe you're just incredibly PC, but you say you haven't got any sort of stories and I'm not digging for any hideous Yeah, stories, and I mean, if I did, I, I think you know, no, no, no. You know yeah, that no, no, I, no, would I would go. No. And I'm not, you know, we're not looking that, for that. But, you know, I mean, I'm sure if I really went away and thought about it, mm. I could rustle up a pervert for you. But I mean, I... <laughs> I, I, I Sadly, I, I think we can yeah. all do that. <laughs> but I can't I off the top that. of my head... <clears throat> Think. I mean, look. If I'd done it for sort of yeah. twenty years, I'm sure I would have come across somebody who was sort of, you know, weird or odd. Or well, I was, I was going to, I was going to make the point, you know, carrying on from that comment, that um, I wondered actually, um, you know, as 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 we are, you know, sort of creations, you know, from our background and we're sort of formed as, you know, in our sort of earlier years, and and I know when we spoke before, I, I remember you muttering something along the lines of your father, Richard Purdy. Um, saying to you that uh, I've got the wording wrong here but it was along the lines of you know try everything be interested in people mm. get out there <clears throat> and and actually that really yeah. did resonate with me yeah, yeah. Uh, one b- selfishly because I thought it was a, a beautiful thing to mention on this podcast the pursuit of excellence yes, and how one exactly. sort of builds and exactly. but it actually touched me because I thought what a fabulous piece of Oh, you yeah, know, of yeah. advice to, to, no. to actually see the good, not to put yourself in, in 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 a you know in a nasty position. I mean, obviously, you've got to draw the line somewhere. But but I thought, how wonderful actually. Blunt, I'm going to be blunt for someone of his stature, background. 
you know, the, sort of someone who's now running, just you know, who, one of the biggest. That's who he is. Yeah, I and mean, I thought that was really, yeah, really special, yeah. really lovely. And it's amazing. And um, I think, you know, he was, as I told you earlier, he was, is very anti-nepotism. Yeah. And, you know, we were taught as children that we you know manners were everything that we were to talk to everybody um that everybody has a story everybody's interesting and and we you know we really did that and really embraced it i mean obviously when we were teenagers i'm sure we were massive pains in the ass and he probably wanted to kill us half the time but you know he didn't he was quite cool actually he was quite scary um in some ways but he he was um you know, he was he was strict, but he he was strict about important things. Yes, he was strict about important things, and that's that was good. And it, um, you know, as I said to you, yeah, total the opposite of of nepotism. So if you said to, if you said to my dad, you know, <clears throat> oh, can I have a week's work experience at Purdue or whatever, he'd yeah. say absolutely not. No, absolutely not. See, that's really and then cool. you'd go, oh, but why? And he'd go. Because somebody else needs that, you know, needs that opportunity much mm. more than you do, mm. which is absolutely correct. And completely, bugger off and go and do something else. Find your <laughs> own sodding job, you know. And that's exactly what he was like or is like. Yeah. And uh, you know, at the time, I shouldn't even think we were that cross because we just sort of said, oh, "Okay," <laughs> and went and asked somebody else, or went and got another job. Mm. And I think that um, I do believe, and that, and it's probably it probably is from him that if you come from a reasonably privileged, you know, background, Mm. um, that you should, uh, you have a sort of a duty to to give something back if you can. And you, um, you know, it's all well and good to be incredibly privileged, but, you know, I mean, that that is your normality. But if you don't do anything good with that... If you don't, you know, you, we see it all the time. You know, with kids going do you, off the rails. Interesting. Do, do you feel that that's really interesting? And I and I know, you know, large proportion of people look at privileged people and think, oh, they've got everything. They're sort, you know, got the money. Life's yeah. easy. And you yeah. say, and that's I think that's, that's a wonderful comment you say about it comes with a responsibility. But but I'd almost um, say in defence of you, do you feel one has to? because you come from a privilege or do you not think it's just generic no. it's good for everybody to try and give I think it's good for something every, I think it's good for everybody yeah, I don't feel there should be a, a, no. a news around your neck because no. you've got x you have to exactly give. exactly yeah. I think it I think it's great for everybody I mean and yeah. the you know something that is really true if you for everybody I'm talking about now is that if you help somebody else in mm. any small way it feels good to help other people. It feels good it to give stuff back. Um, and, or to, you know, just random acts. I'm quite into random acts. Would you kindness. believe in karma? Energy, things, putting yeah, things in, definitely. Not necessarily putting it into takeout, yeah. but that by putting no, 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 in something. Absolutely. See, I do. No, I massively do. And yeah. I have to say, um, on the energy front, you know, I really like to work with people who have great energy yes. and bring something really positive to the table. Yes. And I'm really fortunate because I'm old 
I can <laughs> slightly it's pick ridiculous. and choose. Do you know, slightly pick and choose now. Obviously, when you're young, you can't. And so you might have a really scary boss who sort of brings horrendous energy into the office every day, and that's just hideous. I'm I'm really not into that at all. I mean, negative energy, I'm gone. Mm. I, I just don't need it. I don't yeah. want it in my life. Yeah. And it's not to say that then you have to be psychotically, relentlessly positive. No. But I think if you fundamentally... Um, look at the world and try to look at the world in a positive light, then more positive things come of that. It um, seems to be the case. And I think I think it is the case. Yeah. And I think that does work. I'd, and yeah, I I'd think do. that, I mean, and also I think if you are generally quite positive, when you come up against challenging situations, which everybody does, you know, you are not protected from, you no. know, no one is protected no. from challenging things in their life. But I think if you are a generally quite positive person, you can overcome those challenging times yes. more easily yes. than I think if you are really... I mean, you, you know, we all have friends who, you know, maybe struggle a bit, and, and I think a lot of, you know, negativity just tends to kind of attract more negativity. But it's also probably quite hard if you are quite a negative person well, to suddenly flick the lights on. Well, um, well and, and I think there's a there's a there's a there's a line between the two. You know, there, there's a negative person, yeah, who's maybe yeah. you know not particularly kind, not particularly decent for one of a better yeah. term. And then there's a decent person who's struggling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah? And that so those two are two you know, totally different. The lovely things. people that every every yeah. now and again need a hand. No, we all uh, do. Yeah, or, abso- or absolutely. Done. Everybody in mm. life has done at some point mm. needed someone to. Yeah, give them a hand, yes. cheer them on, shall we say? Yes, cheering indeed. on. And I, um, I like cheering people on. I think it's yeah. No, it is. Um, it's 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 a lovely it's a lovely thing um, actually. It's uh, it is uh, creates a a wonderful sense of well being and, and yeah. happiness and calmness. And it does. I totally agree. For for some unknown reason, I don't know what it is. When you push things out there, in itself, it's a, it's it's great to, to give to be kind. But by default, sometimes it also comes back round and yeah. maybe gives you something yeah, nice as well. exactly. And I mean, sometimes you're, I mean, and again, this happens to everyone, sometimes you're just sort of blown away and so surprised some sort of amazing thing will come mm. out of the blue. That's all right. We, we, and... we wanted to invite you. We wanted you here. You're more <laughs> you than welcome. You don't have to suck up now you're here. <laughs> I'll try not to. So um, at, what, at what point, at what age... Um, you know, and let's be blunt, you're Anna Capardi, you're from the Purdy family, you're not here to talk about guns, I know that. But but at what age did you sort of realise, you know, what your family was, what they do, oh, what they've done? The, the, and, and I mean, let's, let's be blunt. I mean, it, it is, you know, if you think of sort of the highest quality, luxury, handmade you know, precision, all those sort of terminologies. And there are very good gun makers out there, but Purdy is top of the pile, right? So Thank at what you. point did you go, blimey, I'm a Purdy. Do you know... It, Look at this amazing family no, I'm surrounded by. No, but this is by. so weird because when it's your family, mm. of course, and it's your, you know, it's your family, it's your life and your normality, you, that, that's the thing, you don't, you don't really notice do you know I think possibly actually um you know we had a really normal childhood in Sussex you know with dogs and it was just lovely and normal and nothing sort of too bizarre happened nothing particularly exciting happened I mean mean, you know there was there was a bit of gun chat but you know actually 
There, there was and there wasn't as well. I mean, you know, when I was very young, my father was chairman of another company. And so there was and there wasn't. And we just had this very normal shelter. And then, but I do remember going to the, going to Purdy when I was quite young. And, and when you say going to Purdy, you mean going to... No, just sort of going into the shop to see my dad London, and, yeah. you know, like I'd pop in and what have you. And he'd go out for, and go out for lunch or just go and say hi. And... I always remember, and I still get this feeling, by the way, of walking in, and it is just, it is a really special Do you feel proud? Place. Yeah, I do. Hmm. I do. I think you should. I do yeah. feel really proud. I feel incredibly lucky and incredibly grateful. Hmm. Um, I really do. And, and it's amazing. And when, um, I think probably when I really noticed was at about, I don't know, sort of 10, 11, say, that I would go and play at a friend's house. And uh, the dad would suddenly go, hello, are you Annika? And he'd he'd sort of say, yes, hello. And um, he'd say, I'll tell you something. I've got something to show you. Come with me. And you'd be sort of dragged (laughs) to this gun cupboard where you'd be shown, you know, his, his various guns. And so that started happening. And that's, I think, when I would... Realize, and of course, when you're 10, 11, you can be less interested. You want to be swimming yeah. in the pool, playing with the dogs, playing tennis, yeah, you know, riding ponies. You don't want to be kind of looking, especially as like then you instantly feel you have to go, Gosh, yes, isn't that marvelous? Isn't yeah. that amazing? It's beautiful. I think that's quite unfair um, if whoever and, that was no, no, pulling but, a 10 year old. No, but it was, you know, but then, then you sort of got slightly used to it. But I, I did, and it still happens, you know, I'll get people who are complete. Shooting nuts. I'm glad you said that because I've got some guns out the back and we'll do a look at when we're, when we're finished. We'll go and have a That's little right, look yeah. afterwards. Um, and I'm, so used, <laughs> I'm so used to it now. But you know, they. Um, I don't know, I've lost my train of thought now. What was I, what was no, I saying? So you're talking about being, being dragged and talking oh, about yes. guns are being asked about. Yeah, but you know. now what happens <clears> is, um, which is quite embarrassing, uh, that I'll be somewhere and there'll be some. You're going to tell me off for saying man, but I'm afraid it usually no, is a man. I just get told off for saying men, so yeah, I try and share but the love. Yeah, there'll be some sort of, <laughs> you know, terribly fabulous man who is a shooting nut, who that is his life, you know. Mm. And it, it doesn't happen very often, but it has happened to me, where someone will come up to me and say, do you see this? And, and, and I'm thinking, Gun. oh my goodness, <laughs> please don't ask me anything too frightening and technical because I'm going to look quite stupid mm. um, and um, yes yeah, so there, I mean you know and as is the you know life there are people who, who will know lots more about it I mean there's a man at Purdy who knows who's our historian and archivist who is amazing a guy called Nick Carlo mm. um, such a lovely man and he knows way more about my family than I do. Yes. He seriously does. Yes. And he's amazing. And he sends me sometimes, just sort of out of the blue, he'll send me a photo that he's found down in the sort of underbelly of Purdy. He will find an amazing box or something that has photos of... He sent me one the other day of um, Granny and Grandpa um, on their wedding day. And it was a photo I'd never seen. Wow. How amazing is that? Wow. I know, That's and it was incredible. so lovely. You'd yeah. never seen it before. No, I'd never seen it. Um, and, yeah, he's he is gripping, I have to say. 
and, and, and quite shaming at the same time. Because, well, there is know, a wealth of history, I, though, isn't I, there? That yeah, spans, but it is that thing know, when it's your family. You're the here and now. You're the here and now. And you talk about <clears throat> sort of normal family stuff at home, like any other family, like who's taken the bins out and, you know, has somebody done walk the dog, has someone done that? Mm. And so, you know, that it's weird that other people know so much more about it than I do a lot of the time, which is, you know, I should probably, that's what I should have done in lockdown. Well, no, you've oh got him. God. You can just ring him <laughs> and say, hey, what happened in 1820? He can never leave. He can <laughs> no, never leave. No. He's got to be on a sort of, you know, 40-year 40, 40 contract or something. <laughs> um, exactly. But, yeah, so, no, I, I, I always, did I know, did I talk? It wasn't really talked about that much. Yeah. It was probably more when I got to be being a sort of older teenager that then you would get, um, you know, had a bit of street cred, I suppose. Yes. Um, so I'd sort of be invited away for the weekend or something. And, oh, I don't know. I mean, I never really let it. It sort of slightly wafted over me. Well, I, and, 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 and I mean, did, did you have an interest in shooting? Just to touch on that really briefly. Um, like from a young age, or I mean, yeah. I'm got dragged along with you, yes. Lighted or not, I mean, but... we did get, we did go out, and we did. Uh, yes, I did. I mean, it wasn't. I wasn't sort of obsessed by it no. in any way. It was just part of what we did and this... part of what we we enjoyed and what we liked. I mean, when I was younger, funnily enough, where I grew up in Sussex, um, my sister and I were the only girls. Every other family seemed to have just boys, and so we had this kind of. Um, gang or friends so our parents were friends and then we became friends and we went to prep school and we went to nursery and prep school together and um, so the and you know the lads were, when I look back we were quite feral in some ways I mean we spent a lot of time outside yeah. sort of tearing around on gators and motorbikes and Oh, I don't know. I mean, you know, we were probably a nightmare. Mm. Um, but you know, we were. But we were so lucky because we could do this yes. across everybody's farm or across everybody. You know, yes. so we didn't go make a nuisance of ourselves in a public place. And if you weren't privileged um, enough to live on a farm or yeah, near a farm, you so, go and run on someone's so, farm anyway. And back so then, we were, like I yeah, did. Exactly. <laughs> so we were, um, you know, really lucky. But we and and we and some of the boys had lots of, sort of boys' toys, so we'd all tear around on these sort of mini motorbikes and gators and oh god I mean we were we were mad and the boys were obsessed with um bunny bashing and so a big thing we'd sort of like hang out all day together kind of like playing tennis by the pool have you and then it would come to the evening and the boys would be like right off we go and they take it so seriously and so yeah I mean that was it was fun you know it was and it all led to I suppose more formal sort of shoots, more grown-up shoots yes. as I got older. But, I mean, it started... But a great leveller at an early age, isn't it? Yeah. Being out, boys and girls. Yeah, boys know, and girls all having... And, and, and you know, we've done, we did that with our, our own kids, as mm. it started with, you know, kind of doing little clay rabbits, sort yes. of... Are they those bunnies? Do you remember those? I think yes. they are the bunnies yeah, exactly that you mean, yeah. um, that you just sort of put on a, a fence and balloons. Mm. If it was if it was a birthday or something, you know that was always the big treat. Yeah. 
balloons would go up on a fence and you could shoot them. I mean, exactly. <laughs> Nothing flash in my house. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I must, you know. Let's get some balloons for that press. Yes, no, 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 don't, 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 don't do that. Um, so, yeah, you know, it was kind of, it was kind of normal. And actually, do you know what? I think, obviously, there'll sometimes be people who will have a perception of you before they meet you. Um, and I mean, you know, we all do that. We think, oh, it's so-and-so. Gosh, they, maybe they're a bit scary or maybe they're a bit frightening or mean or what have you. But I think, I hope that, I hope most people don't have, a, you know, a preconceived sort of idea of what I might be like. Mm. And I, surf- I think they'd probably largely be wrong if they and- did. <laughs> I, I, I honestly, you but know. But what I hope is that once they met me, mm. then they would be super comfortable and, you know, I, mm. I, I really, you know, I'd hate to think that anybody would be, you know, would think, oh, God, we've got Anna Kapoor. I mean, there are probably plenty of my friends that think, oh, God, we've got her coming for dinner. But, you know, I, I hope that they would, um, that they find me okay. Well, that's, I mean, that's um, this is the vibe I get and this is what I, I love about you is that, uh, you know, bluntly, as we've discussed, you came from a rather nice background, you know. There were potentially simple opportunities there to move forward. However, father clearly wouldn't allow that. And mm. uh, and you haven't fought <clears throat> against that. You've gone off and, you know, carved your path, storm, I I, writing. Yeah, uh, yes, I know, and I hate this word, ambassador. Obviously, you, yeah. you play a part with Paddy. I mean, that, that's a given. That, that's an obvious thing. Uh, yeah. And you do it very well. Well, but, I'm, I've actually just joined the board of Paddy. Have you really? That's incredible. Uh, I know. Which is How wonderful. Congratulations. Amazing. Well done. Thank you so much. That's brilliant. And I tell yeah. you what, I'm, this is going to sound crap, but I'm really pleased as, uh, I, I assume, at least one lady on the board. There just is. Just for girl power. There is. Because Hound Hall now, is very much girl power. Yeah. There is now one lady brilliant. on the board. Do you turn and up in big me. coats and hats and big sunglasses <laughs> and sort of, sw- sort of sweep, sweep in? in. And, yeah. No, well, unfortunately, we haven't actually been able to meet each other yet right. because, so got um, that to come. because of COVID. So we've got that to come. So, I mean, I'll ring you up and pick your brains about what to wear. Please. Um, yeah, I think, yeah. Sort of <laughs> sunglasses, a big coat. And I'll coat. ask Benita. Yeah, exactly. No, so that was, um, you know, that was a huge huge honor and uh, is a huge honor and a, and a, and it was a wonderful surprise i didn't i didn't expect it well i mean coming um, from again i've said this a couple of times already you know your father was was clearly you know a, a very well, clearly a very clever man but clearly a very balanced a very level very, person very and so actually you know to, to, to then be asked to take that position, I, I would say, uh, well, it's a wonderful thing in itself, but I would imagine resonates especially for you based on how he yeah. operates. Yeah, and he was um, absolutely, and, um, you know, he he was thrilled, which meant a lot to me. He was really thrilled. And um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's wonderful. And I hope that I can bring... You know, as I as you said, I haven't worked in that industry. I have. I mean, I've been an ambassador of Purdue for about five years, mm. but um, and it's you know, and I obviously I write about shooting and I write about luxury and what have you. So I mean, it all melds very well together. But um, I am coming in, you know, from I would say more of a fashion mm. background mm. Um, and writing. And have you ever had any input or influence on? 
the Purdy clothing range? Um, or, or be it just for the, 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 the lady stuff or generally? Um, well, not... not. I mean, a, a, a little bit, maybe. Mm. Not so much. Um, in the fact that our chief designer, um, Corinne, <laughs> who again probably thinks I'm a lunatic, if I see stuff that it's I... It's a pattern here. Yeah, you know, it's a, <laughs> if I see stuff that I really... She's so nice. I mean, gosh, she's amazing, mm. I have mm. to say. Um she if i see stuff i really like so um you know when the, when it's the shows and what have you i i have quite a few friends also who are designers who are amazing and i'm really genuinely fascinated by that whole the creativity of sort of conception of the idea of a piece of clothing yes. to then seeing it in the shop it is an amazing process when you think about it this is somebody's idea that they then draw up and what have you and then it's a whole process and choosing the fabrics and choosing the I I'm so in love with that I mean I've always loved clothes so you are creative so, aren't you you love creating yeah I mean god if I could have been a designer that would have been the dream I mean literally that's probably what I should have couldn't done couldn't you do a special now you're on yeah, the board I, can't you go, right guys <laughs> I'm now yeah. going to do so what I do what I do yeah. is I I send I send current things that I really like yeah and um, and there's an amazing team at Purdy who are you know and I and I I do say I really I don't I really like this jacket or I really like the cut of this or I really like the sleeve of this or mm. the cuff of this or I really like this fabric or this lining um, or I mean I did ring Corinne up about I think two years ago or something and said do you know what I really would like and we don't do them is culottes. Wow, do you know what? Culottes. I was just about to say that. And Benita yeah. did exactly the same with, with, yeah. with someone else that, that and, and moaned at the fact that they're not... Yeah. Nobody made them for shooting. Yeah, Balloons. well, actually, there, I mean, there are a few people who do, but they're, they're quite hard to find. And we we didn't. Yeah. And, um, and it was extraordinary that we didn't. And they're actually fabulous. They're also so easy... Uh, for Benita, I can imagine, they're brilliant. Because if you're actually having to carry stuff and what have you, they're so... I mean, you can't really wear a skirt. No. I mean, it's not the dream, really, no. is it? No. And, you know, I, I've always worn breeks. Yes. Um, but they're not the most flattering and I have to say I think culottes can look incredibly oh, they're really classy. elegant yeah no very much and so. you get the sort of combo of the skirts and whatever mm. and mm. they're they're fantastic and so yeah we got culottes great which was so good yeah. um and yeah there are a few things that I definitely would love to see in future collections mm. but don't worry I um well, you're on the I board think now. I think you, I think you know me well enough to know that I do I will be annoying and keep going can we have that can we have that um I'm very obsessed by good cashmere yes and we do have some lovely Is cashmere that, still get um uh, cashmere still made in Scotland mm. yeah. yeah 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 and we've got some amazing tweeds um and the sort of new ones that are coming in things so yeah I I love I love 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 that side of it really love it and I you know I would, yeah, at some point. Who knows? Who knows what the future holds? But I, you know, still, I, I'm doing all my other things as well, which so, is so great. So, I mean, what is it then, you know, well, I can see, obviously, just, just skipping back the young age, you know, Richard's influence and, and advice and, you know, almost steering. No, you're not going to have the work experience <laughs> in our shop. Um, you know, keeping you sane, keeping you sound, keeping you... Yeah. Real for yeah, yeah, term. absolutely. What then? 
was that the catalyst then for you and, and the way you've sort of pushed forward with different things and your drive and your what, what is it you think that's that, that, that's made you who you are and got you to where you are today rather than fighting against and going no I just you know I just want an easy life because I possibly could have what is it in you that's I think what is that super that 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 invisible power that drives the you? Power. Gosh, I don't I don't know if there is an invisible power, but I'm really, as I said earlier, I'm really curious, mm. and I never want to lose that really. Mm. And I'm really interested in new things all the time. Every day something comes up where I go, God, that's cool, that's amazing, or someone will ring me up or send me an email and go, What do you think of that? And you know, obviously sometimes I'll go, No, I don't think that's particularly interesting, or what have you, but. Mm. A lot of the time, I just get, uh, maybe also I think I get a bit overexcited about things. Well, um, I get, right. I just, I like feeling excited about new things mm. and um, and interesting things. And I think there's there's so much more to discover all the time. Mm. I don't, I can't see that. I can't see that ever ending. I think I'm going to be some sort of wizened old crone that still. <laughs> 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 you know, hopefully someone will club me over the head by then. Um, but, um, you know, I just, I never want to stop learning, I think. Mm. That's another thing. Mm. Is So I keep going. And I wasn't telling you this story about, so I start, when I started Tatter, I started as, you know, just a writer. And I would send my pieces in and what have you. And always cross my fingers that they wouldn't get too edited down. And I always, I always overwrote probably why I'm doing a podcast because you know just too much to come out too much excitement and um then I was away staying at this lovely hotel in Hampshire called Limewood which I was reviewing um for the good spa guide and um I had taken a girlfriend with me and I said to her, you can come with me um, and we'll have a lovely time I said I'm gonna have to do you know for me it's work so I you just lie still in the spa and have a nice time and I have to go and you know test various things out horrid challenge horrid part of my job um and it was everything was divine and um and I sort of had a sort of you know I did everything tried all these different things that um were in the spa so that I could tell other people how great it was Mm. anyway halfway so I'd been writing by this time for about a year maybe a year and a half and um, I saw, there wasn't very good reception at, um, when I was walking between somewhere, and I saw this thing from Richard Denon. And I just, instead of thinking, oh, maybe he wants me to ask another question, or I don't know. I mean, it, because normally it would be Sasha or somebody or Rebecca that I would speak to. Um, and um, so I don't think he even knew where I was, actually. Sure. And there'd be no reason for him to know. And <laughs> I thought, and then the next thing that came into my head, was, oh my God, what have I done wrong? <laughs> I know. And then I just Terrible, thought, God, I just haven't grown up. because so, we work all the time. I haven't grown up from school, you know. Mm. I mean, mm. what the hell's wrong with me? Mm. I mean, of course it's not going to the room. And so, and then, because I was then sort of stuck talking to somebody else, so I couldn't really look at it properly. And I thought, oh God, has my girlfriend gone and, I don't know, sort of drunk a whole bottle of rosé and doing backflips into the pool or something copying you again <laughs> exactly <laughs> really testing it to the limit um and and that's what i kind of thought i thought god have we done something completely ghastly and awful and um anyway then when i read it it was just such an amazing email that i couldn't actually believe that just asking me to become a 
contributing editor and yes. and that's when it really took off and I was yes. so touched I actually think I cried mm. I think I did I was so because for me you know you might think that I should know that I would it just meant so much because it was about something that I started doing that I wasn't probably I probably inside felt I wasn't um, that qualified to do and that I didn't know whether I would like it or whether they would like what I did and so when that happened it was I mean I I was properly properly happy um, and and really really touched and yeah, and, and again, it's that classic thing, isn't it? It just made you strive to do more, to do better, to write about even more interesting things, to find more things to talk about. Well, this is why I, I think it's totally valid. I know it's, it's it's you know, oh, be kind to people. You know, everybody, we're all brought up to be kind. Or now it's the hashtag, you know, kindness, mindfulness, all that jazz. And it's valid. But it actually is a really special thing to give you know credit where credit's due to give someone a hand to you know yeah. i'm not saying you should go out and just be nice to wait well, not be horrible people, <laughs> but you know what i mean just just yeah. where something sort of no, it feels it, really it's, good it's it's valid and i think at whatever stage of life you are whether you're in your 20s in your first job yeah or whether you're old like me <laughs> probably hope, you know, you in, your, in your in your last job so, you, you know, know i <clears throat> it it always really means something well, you know. I, I, you know, I, I can't help but think that, um, you know, dad aside, who is clearly a, you know, an oracle and a very wonderful person. He is. He um, is. That whether you liked it or not, and, and by others, actually, you almost had the guns sort of forced down your throat. You know, like you say, going to friends' houses, oh, I must show you this, or going out somewhere, oh, yeah. it must, you know, and, and I actually think it, it's fabulous that... Uh, you know, you, you, you have actually sort of created this this separate path and you haven't become frustrated and you haven't, oh, for fuck's sake, someone else wants to know about a gun again, you know. No, you're actually charming, I, you're polite. And I think even I, uh, even if you I were love, bored... I, but I love that side of it too, you know, mm. and, I, and, I, and it is really special and it's fascinating. And there are so many people who love it, who love the brand. Right. I mean, it's, it's a privilege. Mm. It's very much a privilege. Um, well, m- my overview um, is that. Uh, well, before I say my overview, it, it, it actually <laughs> oh God, for, here we go. for the. Uh, well, are you ready? Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's like wriggle in this. the chair. Okay, <laughs> what's he going to say? No, I was going to say on a, on a spiritual level, it's funny having done this podcast. Um, you know, the people. And it sounds obvious because they've been here and they're, and they're guests, but we've had no issue, no struggle. You know, we speak to, we think of people. And we contact them, and some we, you know, like yourself, we know each other, and others, are, are, you know, complete strangers. Mm. And they sort of, in a roundabout way, just say yes, which is quite special because, you know, yeah, it's, you it's a new thing. Do you think that's because of you? Possibly, partly, maybe. I think it's probably definitely because of you. Possibly, partly, maybe, you. yeah. You but know, I think there's I a wouldn't, connection. I mean, look, if someone, um, someone else might have asked me, and I might have said no. Well, that's true. Um, I'm not generally, as I said to you earlier, because I'm used to interviewing other people. Yes. So I'm not generally that comfortable 
talking about myself, so I'm probably incredibly dull. But um, no, of course it's you. But we that, can put music over the top of it. Exactly, it's all right. dub me out. <laughs> but you know, of course it's you. This is well, your podcast, and it's great. And I heard it because you went and did it, and you put it out there and I saw it mm. and then I got in touch with you about you know that's how things work well, and that's how definitely how my life works is that I see things I like that people who do something amazing that impresses me and I will reach out to them and say wow yes. that's amazing which is exactly what I did with well, you that, I said it was how absolutely. wonderful and that's why we feel blessed you know because we have had like yourself amazing people who quite frankly you know bluntly have probably got better things to do but we've created this connection um and that sort of touches on, you know, what you said about being kind and helping. I think there is this this natural flow, isn't there? This wonder yeah. that if you push out there, yeah. push for something, you know, don't judge a book by yeah. its cover. I know exactly. a lot of people do. You've got do. to step outside your comfort zone. So this is why I'm doing this. Well, there's this. a huge amount of surprises. I mean, yeah. yes, I mean, we, we, you know, there's a couple of people who, who are, you know, deemed as particularly tough and they are, but they're not. They're who you've had lovely. on. Who yeah. Yeah, and and then they were. No, no, they're totally no, cool. But I it's know. even the fact that they've gone, yes, yes, we will. They've, they, and you think, oh, I was expecting a no. That's a real nice yeah. surprise. Well, as I said to you, mm. when we said we'd have a phone call before this. Mm. Um, we I did know, a half podcast I, on yeah, the phone. Exactly. I know you're going to bloody persuade <laughs> me, aren't you? And, um, you know, it wasn't going to take much, let's face it. <laughs> Two cases um, of rosé. Yeah. We haven't even opened them yet. <laughs> a bit early for that. Um, but no, I'm, it's, I like stepping outside of my comfort zone mm. and um i had rather a big birthday a year ago mm. and i made myself a promise that i would do more stuff that took me outside of my comfort zone i think it's really easy to get stuck doing what you're comfortable with what you're good at and of course that's completely normal to want to stay in, in a zone yes. but I just promised myself I would I mean I'm not going to do anything sort of odd like sort of throw myself out of a plane or something yeah. like that because that would properly terrify me <laughs> but I want to do things that I haven't done before and that I that might have that test me a little bit that, yes, that, push the that, that don't you know that make me feel a little bit uncomfortable can I do this am I able to do this um and I think that's great because you know at the end of the day we're not here forever and we're here that's for quite a wonder. short time and and I so agree. try and try and do stuff that's amazing that's brilliant yes. and and say yes to stuff to opportunity I mean I always say to the camera I'm like a broken record my kids you know say yes to opportunities you know, just say yes to stuff. And if you get, you know, it's very natural to think, oh, gosh, I don't think I can do that. Will I be able to do that? I don't know. But you'll never know unless you give it a go. And there isn't one successful person out there that hasn't failed. In fact, some of, at some point, in fact, some of my most successful friends have had some spectacular Mm. Scrubs. What was it Winston Churchill who said something? I'm going to get this completely wrong, but something along the lines of uh, success is measured by uh, the energy that you input into something after you failed and how you yeah. consistently put energy yes, in. Yes, because, you so know... success is... There's no yeah. real sort of point of success. Because it's an actually ongoing... resilience is mm. about... Resilience is about... You're, you know, everyone is going to fail at, at something at some point yes. in some way. Yeah. And resilient people are the people who 
what do they do with that? Do they go, oh, my God, I'm never going to do that again. I was so awful at it. It was terrible, whatever. Or do they, you know, which, again, is a very natural human reaction when you fail at something um, and or something doesn't work out for you. But if you, um, you know, if you, if you can step up and think, oh, God, that was awful. I was so rubbish at that or that really didn't work. Yeah. But actually can we turn it into an opportunity how could i do something slightly differently that might work that and and i think it's just have i don't know whether that's built in some people more than others you know that Possibly. thing that thing of um dusting yourself off and carrying on yeah i mean and, that is the test yeah isn't it? dusting yourself off and carrying on and keeping going when you think when you haven't had when when, when something hasn't been great and i think you know everyone Everyone does that, and lots of people are really good at that. Really, well, I, th- really I think, I, you know, I, I think if you can have in mind that there's no guarantees, but it's a law of averages, and you've got to keep trying. You have to. Yeah. If you're happy to stand still <clears> and do nothing, then fine, great. Yeah, and I'm but, sure but you know, maybe keep, some people are. You know, you just. I, know, gotta, but I think keep marching forward. Yes. Kick on, as I say to there the kids. There you go, kick on. Kick and actually, on. before you started um, uh, th- th- that last piece, I was going to say to you, what would be your advice to someone wanting to try this, that and the other? But I think you've pretty much just answered yeah. that question. Ask ask people. You know, don't be afraid of asking people. I, I it's, it's such... You can get so many amazing, wonderful things. And the worst that you can ever hear is, no, I'm so sorry, I can't help you. But quite often, yeah. if I'm asked things, you want to help. and if I, even if I personally can't help them or I don't know the answer, I probably, I like to think, I hope it doesn't sound cocky, I hope that I might know somebody that could help you. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So I might say to that person, God, I'm so sorry, I haven't got a clue, but I know a bloke called Simon who lives in West Sussex, yes. and he just might know. Yes. And then you're the kind of person that I'd say, then I'd be like, could you just talk to this chap for a sec? He wants to know about this, do you mm. know? And if you didn't know, you might go, I don't really have a clue, but I'm going to ask Ben. <laughs> you know yes. what I mean? And, it, and that's how, you know, but eventually so that person's going to get their answer. When it's shooting, I usually have an Ask Dylan. <laughs> oh, my God. Can I just say, I mean, massive shout-out to Dylan. When I first started writing about shooting, mm. um, and I would ring, I hope you won't mind me saying this, um, I would quite often ring Dylan and go, right, help. <laughs> um, he knows everything. I don't think there's ever been a time, he is like my oracle, ever been a time that I've sent him a question or messaged him a question about, mm. you know, Where's this grouse more? Who owns this? Or mm. can you go here? Or um, he he literally he's like an encyclopedia. He knows everything and everyone and and yeah. he he is so helpful. When I was telling you about my car piece, yes. that piece could never ever have come into fruition without Dylan. I'll yes. tell you why. Because I had the idea. Mm. I said I said to Dylan, Do you think this would be fun? Do you think people would like to read about this? Mm. Um, and he said, yeah, it's great. He went, right, so you're going to need car people, aren't you? So I said, yeah. And he went, no, any? And I went, nope. And he went, right, I do. I promise you, within one day, yeah. I had, you know, these sort of CEOs of sort of, that's the car I want, actually. So, yeah. Yeah. Sure, you can say it. But yeah, so yeah, the yeah. one I really, really want. Sure, so, sure. so I had sort of CEOs of, you know, sort of. Different brands. Different, very yeah. luxury car brands. 
literally dropping in. It's just, hi, Annika, it's James or whatever. So what card do you want for this piece? Where do you want it delivered? I mean, it was like... But you see, this is amazing. The, you know, this amazing. the podcast is about you today, not Dylan. But I mean, I like Dylan very much. We've known, <laughs> we've known each other a few years. I've known yeah. him a long, long time. But I, you know, I did reach out to him. But that's what I him. mean about reaching well, out. Well, no, to that's right. We we we, we were neighbours in Surrey, and uh, you know, the initial meet with me reaching and and him, you yeah. know, reciprocating, and he's become a great friend. Yeah, you know, and we we have good fun yeah. and laughs. Um, and yes, he is. Uh, that's the you know, thing, if, though, if, that's... You, if you take, uh, bluntly, if you take clay shooting and top-end events, uh, corporates, and you throw them in He's a pot brilliant. and mix them together, it ends up turning into an RB, yeah. in my mind. So I think for that, he absolutely, mm. he, 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 he hit the yeah. top. But this is not about Dylan, it's about you. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, you like want to know my car. <laughs> okay, so if money was no object from all yeah. these cars I've tried, yeah. the, in fact, it's the one I've tried the most recently, Um and I completely fell in love with it, which is the Aston Martin DBX. Right. And I'll tell you what, I mean, there are lots of reasons why. I mean, it just mm. drove so beautifully. It was amazing. I took it off-road, admittedly not in biblical rains, in deep mud like I <laughs> did to the poor Eurus. But um, it, it wasn't too big. I mean, things. the Bentley was just unbelievable, mm. divine. It was like driving around in your sort of drawing room. It was heaven. But it's vast. And so realistically, for my life, mm. you're not really going to take it to sort of waitress. <laughs> well, I mean, people do. Yeah. Um, people do. And I mean, of course, that's amazing if you can. But I, I think for me, it, you know, I would adore one, of course, but um, I would probably only drive it to sort of smart things. Weekend car. But quite, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, but the DVX was so, so cool. I mean, it was so cool because it wasn't too big. It made that really great noise, ah, Aston Martin noise. It handled brilliantly. It was really nice inside. It was... Um, I hope they don't get cross if I said that I felt that it... It was... You know, I'm a, a woman, and it, I, it, not that it's a feminine car. I mean, mm. it's, it's really... looks very sexy as well so next time um, you come here and you come down the a3 yeah, then, yeah if you hear me coming. go through the tunnel at hindhead yeah and just oh, yes, switch well, it into really sport mode yeah. oh my god the lamborghini had this button of sport mode button i think there are lots of them do mm. and um i'm not in fact i am really bad at tech really really properly bad and um well you've got tim I've, i i, I do and yeah. and children as well you know but i am I mean, you know, just embarrassingly crap at that. And anyway, so when it comes to all these amazing cars getting delivered, and usually what happens is some sort of lorry arrives on the drive and a car is sort of popped down and um, then the man goes by. <laughs> you're left you're left with this sort of £250,000 car going, right, actually, to be fair, they're normally quite kind and do show you roughly where's how key, it's Where's the key? Where's the key go? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm, you know, anyway, but I'm fine once I'm in and I'm behind the wheel, but just don't touch anything. I mean, I think my poor kids, you know, because of course then it's like, oh my God, cool, will you come pick me up from school in it? And then they get in it and they go, oh, it's got an awesome stereo. And I'm like, don't touch anything. All of a sudden, mum, mum looks yeah. good now. Mum yeah. looks really, no, really sharp exactly. and really cool. But and... it had this, um, a, you know, the sport button. And when we were driving up to the shoot, um, we're on the motorway and, um, Tim said, can I test it? 
And I was like, yeah, okay, fine, like this. And honestly, it, it's like something from a movie. It goes from, a, a, you know, pretty great roar anyway to this roar. <laughs> it's I, so Sorry, loud. I just visualised then you and Tim swapping seats while she were driving, no, like, in no, a movie. I mean, it was just like... <laughs> It was so insane that then when oh, we got into traffic, <laughs> then when we got into traffic, um, we had, there were men in sort of trucks next to us or lorries who were winding down their windows and going, can you, can you do that again? Can you do that again? <laughs> really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we sort of spent quite a long time sort of cheering up people by going raw. It's very terrible. Still sharing the love. Yeah, There's just no end the to I your wonder, absolutely is Absolutely terrible for the environment. So, I mean, no, terrible. <laughs> but it was very fun to have it for a weekend. So... Yes, but I think if I really... Just pop the name in there again? Just w- yeah, which car no, was I it you're after? I think they know. I think they know. Sorry, which I've forgotten. Which one was it? It might be the Aston Martin DBX. Thank you. Just um, for clarity Utterly there. divine. But I, there are many other beautiful brands of cars, <laughs> Norman. Of course um, Exactly. <laughs> and I haven't decided, actually. You can help me if you want. I haven't decided what I'm going to review this year. Oh, so, how exciting. I know. So uh, um, I'm, I really, it's not going to be ready, I don't think. I really want to do the um, electric Range Rover when that comes out, but mm. it's not out yet. No. Um, I, I mean, there'll be, there'll be tweaks on some. There'll be, there'll be new stuff. Yes. Um, that's, yes. I haven't done the Rolls Royce yet. Yeah, well, they're just down the road. Are they? Literally, Yeah. Yeah, there are neighbours. I'll, I'll do a Dylan this. and phone them up for yeah, you. Exactly. I'll get it sorted. Leave it to me. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I think I might be. Um, I think if I turned up to a shoot in a Rolls Royce, that's when I might be shot. Actually, at some point. But um, <laughs> no, they look terribly cool. I have to say. Yeah. Um, and but again, huge. They look. They look really. I didn't realise they actually do. Um, I think I'm right in saying, and I know nothing about it. I think they actually do bespoke cars as well. As in they made, almost made to order. Yeah, I'm sure. Which they I do. didn't realise. Actually, no, they do. I just saw. The, I just no, saw. No, I can't no, remember where do. I saw. Was, there were some photos yeah, on no, social. Yeah. Uh, and, and and it's a Rolls Royce, but it's, yes, it's not. Yes, I saw that. It was in the, it was in the paper last week, and okay. you can literally order anything you want, I mean, and it looks unbelievable. Yeah, it's like the Purdue yeah. cars. You know, you no, can order that's it, have amazing. it built, isn't it? Just yeah, incredible. I mean, the yeah. whole bespoke thing is is hmm. is great, and yeah, we're doing that now actually with the clothing and stuff so you have to come in and I'm not surprised you're going to have to come in new influence <laughs> fresh, fresh air over um, it fabulous so yeah there'll be lots of exciting new things you'll have to come and um, I won't ring Dylan anymore I'm going to phone you now yeah, yeah. no it's, uh, he'll be furious <laughs> he'll be so angry with you um, so yeah no I mean all the time there's going to be in fact there's going to be lots of exciting things so you've got to come great. and see us fabulous I'd love um, to when you're in London and, and pop in that would be great Mm. Well, I think that really beautifully and wonderfully brings us to a, a lovely soft conclusion, really, doesn't it? Mm. I've, I've got to say, um, you know, you, you, you are a prime example of why it is uh, uh, really healthy to reach out and speak to people. Um, I know we know each other, but I, we haven't known each other that long. Um, and this is a great example of the wonder that can be created from, in effect, nothing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I can't thank you enough for your time. Well, thank and indeed, you. Tim, both of you. So um, you both came down yeah. today, and that's incredibly decent. Thank you. I've absolutely um, loved it. Well, and we... um, yeah, 
it's my first podcast. Brilliant. So, um, You've been interviewed. I hope I haven't ruined the, the sort of you know lucky streak for you. Ooh, well, um, I, I think, no, I think you're probably you. one of the nicest things in the frame at the moment, um, quite frankly. It's I think. been <laughs> so lovely. I've really enjoyed it. And um, it wasn't as scary as I yeah, thought it might be. Not scary at um, all. No, it was really lovely. And thank you so much for inviting no, me and for having our me. our pleasure. You're Brilliant. utterly wonderful. Thank you again. And um, I'll see you another day. Hurrah. Take care. God bless. Bye.